called Narakoka, Caring for Country, is a new children's book co-written by artist, storyteller and respected Yamajin Nunga elder, Auntie Rhonda Collatz-Pratt. Old Nanakoka seeks to spread a message of environmentalism and shed light on the wisdom of our elders and is being launched in the context of NIDOC Week 2023, whose theme is For Our Elders. And I'm happy to say Auntie Rhonda is joining us on NITV Radio to explore her new book and its message. Auntie Rhonda, first of all, welcome to NITV Radio. And uh, can you tell us about uh, the book? Old Nonakoka and the message it conveys. Thank you. Well, this new book is called Old Nonakoka Caring for Country. And it's a very important message for the whole world, really, because um, it carries ancient teachings from our people. And I think it goes across all nations about caring for each other, caring for our sacred mother earth, the land, the sea, the rivers, the forest, because we all need a healthy earth to survive. So it's about each of us doing our part individually to help the planet survive. And also it's very important because all life is sacred, whether we're human beings, trees, plants and animals and fish in the sea, we all have a place on the planet we must try to keep it strong and healthy so we have a future for our next generations and generations to come so and I'm also bringing back our language Aboriginal language it's the Noongar language in this book which I'm I'm a Noongar people from the Perth area and I'm also Yamaji from the northwest of Western Australia so it's important to keep our connections to the land and to each other. So that's why it's very important to keep our dreaming stories alive. Because all my life I heard of the Bible stories because I'm stolen generation. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's an honour and a gift to be able to share this to the world because we are the longest living culture on the planet. And that's something for all of us to be proud of, that we are still here, yeah, still yeah, continuing yeah. in our, our ways and keeping that strong and building up the next generation with their strength and identity and in who they are as our future leaders. Now, the book tells the story of Nanakoka, which I believe is a wallaby. It also conveys a message of caring for country and uh, wisdom, and uh, it's mainly about culture. Yes, that's so true, and she is a wise old nana. See, in Aboriginal culture, I'm a great-grandmother, so I'm called old nana. It's about passing on wisdom, being an elder. That's what the theme for NADOC is, for our elders. And as elders, we need to set that example by not just speaking about it, by following through with your words and your actions. And that has a big impact on our next generation to let them know that they can survive in the uh, mainstream culture and there is a place for them. So it's about passing on this knowledge through the ways we do it, through art, music, dance and storytelling. So we're still connecting to our ancient ways, but in a modern way. So now yeah. I'm writing in books. Before I used to sit on the ground and draw and tell stories. 
with a stick in the red earth. Yeah. But the wind and the rain could come and wash that away, but it can't now because it's on books. It's on paper. <laughs> it's a new way of teaching and um, sharing, which is yeah. very important. And to know each other through stories, music and song and dance, it's, it's the best way to do it because everybody can relate to music. It's a language of the heart for the whole world. Now, the book is connected to your country and also the Rottnest Island, also known as uh, Wajamup. Rottnest Island has a rather controversial past as it was uh, used uh, in the colonial period as a detention, rather a penal uh, centre where Aboriginal people were exiled. It has now been converted into a major tourism destination despite its tragic history. It's a place where not many of us Aboriginal people go to because of the sadness of that island and actually my great-great-grandfather was sentenced twice for spearing a sheep and he lived way away from Perth up north in the Gascoigne area and the Murchison and what they actually did he got fined he was arrested and fined for spearing one sheep and he was shackled around the neck the arms and the legs and marched to Perth with hundreds of other Aboriginal men and boys from all around Western Australia. And he got six years hard labour, and there's a mass grave there of our people. Knight went there in January, no, February, sorry, this year, and I just wept knowing that our people suffered all the injustices. It's a history that white Australia isn't aware of, so in my book called Old Manakwaka, Caring for Country, I put a paragraph in there acknowledging what happened to our ancestors on Wajamup, yeah. And that Wajamup means where the spirits go. That's the it's, real name, not Ratness. Do you know why they call it Ratness or Rotness? So what's the story behind the name Rottenest Island? When the um, white people first came, they thought they were rats. <laughs> That's how they call it, Rottenest Island, and over the years it became Rottenest Island. Yeah, another one of those uh, misnomers. Yeah, it's a beautiful place, but the history is ugly. Now, uh, Rottenest Island has uh, been uh, turned into a tourist destination with a famous resort where tourists flock every year, which brings us now to another theme you touch on in the book especially how tourists mistreat native animals, uh, they hurt them and injure them and make them sick and live when they live litter around all over the place. You know, we must be aware of our surroundings and we must not litter our earth. You know, take your rubbish with you because they do cause harm. Like I see so many turtles were choking on plastic and whales with nets wrapped around them. We must realize that we share this planet with beautiful creatures and they all have a right to live their life without torture from all the rubbish that we throw away. We should put it in the right place and think of all the other animals and insects and frogs that they have a right to live their life without being hurt from stuff that our human beings leave around carelessly. So we must always be aware and um, 
that's what how I live my life. We can all make our own individual efforts on our own personal level and do the right thing and put things in the bin. You know, you see birds with plastic bottles choking them and it's so sad. You see seals with nets and hooks hurting them. So we must always keep that in our mind and, and think, you know, it's not just for humans. Every living life has a right to live their life fully and this is how, because we believe all life is sacred. That's the way I try to live. Yeah, so many strong messages and themes explored in this book, which is actually one of a series of books for four to 12-year-olds, but its message is universal. It's a message about caring for country, for future generations, hence its alignment with uh, this year's NIDOC Week theme for our elders. That's so true, caring for our elders, because we are the keepers of knowledge and uh, the keepers of language, stories, dance and song, and through our life, our lived experiences, we are full of experiences that we can share with our next generations and um, build their confidence, strength up in who they are as First Nations people of this land. Because as elders, our journey will be coming to an end. I'll be 72 this year and it's important. We must pass on knowledge. We must share wisdom. We must give advice. And respect is earned, so you must earn your respect. It's just not a given. You need to earn your place in society within our culture as well. So you've got to respect everyone and show your true heart through your words and your actions. People can talk, but if they don't put it into action, it's empty words. That's uh, very important in our culture, and I think to everyone's culture, really. My word is all I have. To me, that's very important. If I say something and I'm going to do it, I do it. That's what I do. And I think it would be great if we all did this by treating people kindly, respecting each other, respecting the earth and the animals. I think that's a good way to live and not to be selfish and mean. It's about seeing the goodness in everyone and know that we all belong to the human race. Yeah, very, very strong words of wisdom there. By reading this book, I believe we can all learn from the words of wisdom it carries. Now, where can one go and uh, purchase uh, your books? Uh, where can one uh, get, how can one get their hands on uh, Old Nana Koka? Um, well, we have a website called spiritofthedreaming.com. It's all small letters and together. And if you come through, through our website, we sign it and post it to you. I'm getting good at writing books now, Patron. <laughs> I'm exciting them. We also have um, audio books where people can hear me narrating our stories. They have the sounds of the wind and the animals, the birds. Then they, we have a song because we love singing and writing songs. And the song in this book is called Caring for Country. We also have a glossary of all our Aboriginal words in it. So you can hear it and say it the right way. So you can get that with us too from spiritofthedreaming.com. And I also 
we go to schools and talk to students and it's a good way of being with our younger generations and we listen to their concerns and we hear them and we see them because many times as Aboriginal people we are unheard and unseen that's a good message we like to carry on to our next generation because they are our future and we need our future to be strong you know life is about challenges and how you face them and you can always go to your elders for advice and as an elder we need to sit and listen to our to our next generation because they are our future Auntie Rhonda Collard, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us on NITV Radio about your new book, Old Nanakoka, being launched in the context of NIDOC Week 2023. Thank you so much, Bitran. So all the best to you and your listeners.